Hi, I'm Rebecca Pete, And I'm Rebecca Cochran. And, and welcome, welcome to Woven, where we strive to be Christians living in the world with intention. And our prayer is that, to paraphrase Mary Zimmer, the Christ who knew Mary and Martha would show us the way of balance. Thanks, Thanks for listening. This is the last of our... Uh, is this last of our idols? Yeah. Yes. This is, uh, this is the end of the idols. We have no more after we're, this. We're good now. Uh, we're talking about the idol of numbing out, mm-hmm. which um, yeah. we both are really good at this one. Yeah. Um, and we, Rebecca has been reading Seth Haynes's new book, The Book of Waking Up, which yeah. talks a lot about addiction and which yeah. is, you know, kind of numbing and yes. all those things go together. So um, we just wanted to have a conversation about what numbing out looks like, what what we've learned about our own tendencies yes. to numb out and like what drives them. And yeah. then um, of course, like how we can yeah. try to do that less. Yeah. When he talks a lot about in the book is, which is what I've been reading. So I've been doing a Lent devotional, but I also have been doing this as part of my Lent stuff um, just because I feel like part of this is what we've been talking about on the podcast part of Lent is like exact examining the things that keep us from Jesus and um, the things that we idolize that aren't God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that this is a really good book because it just talks about addiction. He, he is a recovering alcoholic, but it, he goes through like all forms of kind of um, addictions, but he talks about like three main pain points that mm-hmm. those addictions like um, that we use to numb. Mm-hmm because we don't want to deal with those pain points because it's such hard work to deal with those pain points. So we just use other things to like, whether it's booze or social media or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like we use it to, to numb so that we don't have to feel that pain. Yeah. The hard work of dealing with that pain is just too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking about it and his three are scarcity, like this idea that like, there's never going to be enough or I'm never going to be enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is, is, um, you know, some kind of abuse or emotional trauma, not, not just like sexual abuse or physical abuse, but any kind of like relational mm-hmm. type of abuse that you might've experienced. And then the other one is loss. And like that covers like everything else, yeah. like another kind of loss or grief. And so instead of dealing with one of those pain points, we turn to other things. And so mm-hmm. then I was thinking about the things that I use to numb out. So I definitely use social media 100% for numbing out. And I also use, um, like TV and entertainment, like movies, TV, streaming or whatever as numbing out. And in a small way, reading, reading definitely used to be my go-to for numbing Mm -hmm. out. Like reading like cheesy, mindless novels Mm -hmm. was my way of numbing out until that now I have access to TV to do that for me. So why would I read? And so so I was thinking like, if you would have asked me without me really thinking about it, I would just be like, oh, I just... I'm tired, so it's just easier to mm-hmm. like, do those things. Like, is that really like? Yes, that's part of it, but is that really what I'm trying to numb out from? Is from the tiredness? Mm-hmm. Is that what I'm trying to numb out from, or what am I trying to numb out from? Well, and I mean, what's the difference between numbing out and relaxing? Yeah, well, I think I think the difference is is I would say if you're just tired and you just need to like kind of zone mm-hmm. and watch a TV show, to me that would be relaxing. Yeah, it's when things are really hard and life is really hard and you don't want to deal with them, so you turn to something else instead of dealing with it. I think and it's a very fine line. I think for me the line is: Am I scared the thing is going to end? Like, so when I'm watching a show, am I dreading when it's over because then I have to deal with life? And in the same way, like, like I've talked before, like I, um, I mean, I definitely, I think we all emotionally eat. Yeah. I have made friends with emotional eating and what I, 
don't really do anymore a lot. But what I used to do is like, it's the difference between like, I've had a bad day. I'm going to eat a cookie yeah. and I've had a bad day. I'm going to sit down with this box of chips or this bag of chips. And like, I get nervous when I'm at the end. Do you know that feeling? Yeah, it's scarcity. It's yeah, yeah. But it's kind of that, like if everything's yes. okay, as long as this is here, but if that thing gets taken away in the same way with like, no, I mean, oh, I think scarcity is definitely the pain point of that. Yeah, yeah. Like with Netflix, it's like, you don't even have to be scared because it's just going to keep auto playing. Yes. And if, okay. if, if her it's series is over, it's going to auto play a new one. Yeah. It, it's crazy, but it's and like, so it's, it's, it is literally hitting the dopamine spot every time it yeah. into it. But yeah. I think for me, like in those situations, that's kind of my question is like, am I scared this is going to end or am I just like enjoying it for what it is? Do you know what yes. I mean? Like, am I going to sit down and be like, man, that was a good piece of cake. Or am I going to be like, oh no, it's the last bite. What am I going to do? Because that's my clue. Like this is um, doing something for me. And the same with like a show or. So for me, it's ignoring reality mm-hmm. and not in reality of like what's going on around me. Like, I'm not trying to be present. That's not what it is. It's more ignoring how I feel about reality. So if I don't have the TV show on or if I'm not on social media or whatever, I might actually have to, like, think about how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to think about how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't want... Because if I get bored, in quotation marks, or if there's no stimulation, then I'm going to have to, like, really start thinking about myself and how I feel about something or how my kids feel about something or how my husband feels about something. And then I don't want to do that. Like it's mm-hmm. too far. I don't know. I can't, I'm, my personality is one that's such that I don't want to deal with feelings. It's too mm-hmm. hard. And so I just do these other things because those feelings are really loud. Mm-hmm. Like they're really loud and I have to drown them out. Mm-hmm. And to drown them out, I have to use like something externally to drown them out. So that's where my line is. Am mm-hmm. I sitting here and watching this TV show because I just, I need to turn my brain off for a minute. It's been a long day. I'm tired. I want to enjoy a good TV show with my husband or I want to enjoy this art form or whatever. Or is it because there's something hard going on in my life and I don't want to deal with it? Well, and that's and like, I kissed myself. Like last night I caught myself and I don't even think anything big was going on, but I was watching a TV show with my AirPods in because David was watching something else. I was watching a TV show on Netflix and I was on social media at the same time. Mm-hmm. I was scrolling social media and watching Netflix at the same time. I think it also goes back to the word enjoy. Yeah. Like and I was enjoying neither of them. Right. I wasn't enjoying the show. I had to go back and rewind because I had no idea what was going on. But and it's a show I like. Maybe that's the thing of like, is it relaxing or are you numbing? Are you enjoying it? Yeah. Is it a pleasurable experience yeah. or is it something you're doing because you're anxious for whatever reason and yeah. you're just not even like enjoying it? Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. It's, it's a fine line. Cause last night I sat down because I had had, like I'd used my brain a lot yesterday mm-hmm. and it was full of a lot of information. I had taken a test and like, I needed to like zone out. Like yeah. that, there's one thing to zone out. And it's another thing that I was like, I literally was reading Twitter and watching the crown at the same time. I'm like, what I, you haven't finished the crown yet. No, I, shockingly, I just didn't start the season. I, okay. I saw stills from them shooting now with okay. Diana. Okay. So and here's Bailey. my, here's my, here's my issue is that I liked the first two seasons of the crown so much that I was scared. I was going to be disappointed in the third season. I am disappointed. Oh, I think, did you see the whales episode? The, um, the mining town? No, I, I don't think we've gotten to that one. Oh yes, yes, yes. We did. We did. I did watch that That's one. That's a doozy. That was a doozy. That's a good one. But like, I, 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 I like, I, I mean, I think Olivia Coleman's wonderful, uh-huh. but I like Claire Boyd so much. Rebecca and I vehemently disagree Just about this. Um, I like Olivia Coleman so much better as Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. So much better. Yeah. So anyways, there's. Anyway, but so you're watching so, The Crown. So I'm, I finally was like, bit the bullet. Yeah. I really do love it. So I'm watching The Crown and reading Twitter. 
Yeah. And drowning out my husband who was watching The Mandalorian. Uh-huh. You know? Like, like yeah. what are we, where are we right now? Like, that we like, can do this. so much. It's so much so stimulation. Much. Yeah. And why? I mean, it's a fine line between me wanting to, like, have some entertainment because I had had, you know, a lot of work that I had done that day to, like, and I, I think that it used to be easier like, for sure, it used to be easier because we've been using TV to numb out forever. Yeah. But, like, you watched one show at a time. You only got to watch what was on TV. Uh-huh. You couldn't have multiple shows going on. Like, he's watching something and I'm watching something and I'm on my phone. Like, you you may have, like, watched TV all night long, but it was, like, one show. Well, and, you know, it, I don't know. It's kind of like, I mean, if you've ever heard people talk about pornography struggles, yes. it's like what was once enough is not enough anymore. Yes. And it's just sort of the same thing. It's yes. like, one thing would be enough to satisfy that need, but then the next time it's not. And yes. so you have to do more or it has yes. to be weirder. Or it has to be more extreme. Yes. It's the same with this. It's like, and, and the problem is we're never going to be at a loss of things to stimulate us. Yeah. Like there's always going to be something else. And like some people use our podcast to numb out. Yes. You know, I mean, people, you, I, I use all kinds of things. I use podcasts. I Me use too. podcasts all day long when I'm home by myself. Yeah. Because, because I'm lonely and I don't want to be by myself. So I pretend that, Knox and Jamie are my friends. I, mine is that. Which I, think is, I think that's a valid, and I think a lot of people use social media and they use podcasts yeah. as a social connection. Mine's not. I don't want to hear my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And if I listen to a podcast, I don't have to think about my own thoughts. Well, it's the same thing though, because if I listen to a podcast, I don't have to be like, man, I'm like super lonely. Like this sucks. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that feeling. Yeah, yeah. Because what do I do with it? It feels like I can't deal with it, so I'm just yes. going to pretend I'm not, even yeah. though deep down I know I am. Yeah. Yeah, don't stop listening to our podcast because it's, it's <laughs> reorient why you listen to podcasts. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think anything can be a tool for numbing. Like, sure. I think so. For me, it's been more so in the past, but like food, or not even just like the consumption of food, but like the thinking of like like planning meals and like making things too complicated, like that sort of thing can definitely be a numbing thing. Um, it can be. Yeah, like eating can be numbing yeah. for sure. Like, or just like, not even like eating. Like, I feel like when I say that, people think I'm like eating a whole pizza. It's not that. It's more like I have a dinner planned and I had a bad day and I'm like, I don't want to eat that anymore. I want to eat what I want to eat when I want to eat it. Yeah, yeah. It's like that defiant, like, like that can totally be a numbing thing. So you're almost like it because children do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a child. I'm basically a child. <laughs> um, but no, I <laughs> do that. Chris much. and I both do that all the time. Yes. And we're like, what is wrong with us? Like, why are we doing this? But it's like, it's just that it's like sometimes you're just, yeah, it's like, that's how I'm going to choose to deal with that feeling right now. And like, yes. for me, the scarcity thing, I mean, I've talked a lot on the podcast about my struggles with like buying clothing. And um, I mean, I think about scarcity and like growing up, like I literally, I bought my own wedding dress. I bought my own not growing up. That was like a few years ago. Um, I bought my own prom dress. Like my parents just like would not spend money on clothes even. And so if I needed something, I had to like, like, I really need like jeans or whatever. And they never thought I, you know, and need is a, that's a subjective word, but, um, I just always had to fight for it. So now I think like, well, if I have like these things in my closet, I will be okay. Yeah. And I will not have need. It's like, I'm scared of needing things because I'm so scared that I'm not going to be able to meet my needs. Exactly. And so I try to stock up for winter. Yeah. You know, proverbially. And it's, it's that mindset that keeps me like, Oh, J crew, let me get on there and narrow it down to what I want and start a shopping cart and then never buy it. And they start emailing me like, don't forget. And I'm like, I don't really want it. I just want to feel, I know it's the worst. You forgot something. I'm like, no, I didn't. 
Stop swagging. I'm trying to forget. I'm trying. Stop emailing me. (laughs) But like, yeah, I mean, I totally, that's such a scarcity mindset, but I do it constantly. I'm doing it right now because spring's coming up and I'm like, I have to find the part. And it's like the lie of the perfect. Like I'm going to find the perfect pair of jean shorts. I've been looking for those for like 15 years. Yeah, you can find them. I have never found them. I will probably never find them. Yeah. But I still, nothing's ever good enough. enough. But still every spring, I'm like, I'm going to find them. I'm going to find them and they're going to be great. And I'm going to look for them for like a month. And then, but if you find them, how long will that last? It won't. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I think we talked about this on a recent episode too. Like I used to do this with dating. Yeah. You know, it would just be like, once I got the person and they really liked me, I was no longer interested because it wasn't. And that that makes me sound like a bad person. No, Um, I I, I think that's a common, I'm not everybody struggles with that, but I think that's a common struggle for lots of people. It's the thrill of the hunt. Yeah. It's the thrill of the hunt. And and that is, and why did people hunt back in the day? Scarcity. They didn't have anything. So they went and they hunted their food and they gathered it. Yeah. But it was always short lived because you yes. didn't have it. It's just, it's so, it's always, it never feels to like. Well, it's like, let's think badly. Let's look at this from a biblical perspective. When the, when Israel was in the wilderness mm-hmm. and they begged God for food mm-hmm. and they were all upset because now they're like free, but they don't have the food that they need mm-hmm. in Egypt. And he provides the manna and the, and the meat. He only, he gives them only enough for that day. Mm-hmm. And he, how he keeps that from hoarding is like our natural mentality is that scarcity yeah. mindset. Uh-huh. And so then, so like it like would go bad immediately. Yeah. So Worms, they wouldn't right? hoard it. Yeah. yeah. So they wouldn't hoard it. And so. And Chris and Rebecca get mana and they're like, but I want a Del Taco, damn it. <laughs> oh, no, I, want Del Taco. <laughs> I always want Del Taco. <laughs> the horse is strong. Um, so the Del Taco horse. Um, so yeah, it's that, it's that. He prevented mindset. us from even being able to engage in scarcity because yeah, yeah. it would go rotten yeah. and bad. And we just live in a time, like, you know, like you were saying, the hunters and even like, you know, in a hundred years ago, like they couldn't hoard the way we do. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that doesn't mean that scarcity mindset is not a human condition that's been going on forever. Cause obviously it is with the example from Israel and the wilderness, but like, we just are so privileged that we can like, plan a dinner and then decide to do something else. Yeah. You know, and, or that we can, you know, have the J crew car or whatever, like, because we don't have to like sew our own clothes <laughs> or whatever. Right, yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's that, it's that like, you know, Seth talks about in the book, just like, it's all like chemical stuff. Like, because our, our natural, our, we were made to run from pain. Like we're mm-hmm. made to do that. But God also calls us to like sit with him in that, mm-hmm. but we don't want to, because that's really hard. Mm-hmm. And so we let our natural self take over and our natural self is going to find whatever hit, whatever fix is going to like give that dopamine response that is going to cover that pain. And like, for me, I don't even want to investigate what that pain is. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like, if you ask me right now, like, what, I mean, I obviously said that, like, Netflix and social media and that kind of stuff, I do that kind of stuff to, like, forget my feelings. But what are my feelings? I don't even know. Like, I don't even, I don't even, like, take the time to investigate what my pain point is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, like, you're, you're saying yours is scarcity and there may be others that you have too. But, like, I don't even know what my pain point is mm-hmm. because I have numbed out so much that I don't even, like, I can't even tell you what my pain point is. Mm-hmm. And that's not a very good place to be. 
Because then we're just going to continue to seek that until we can like sit in that pain and deal with it. We're just going to continue to seek the fixes and we're just going to continue to do more. I'm going to watch more Netflix. I'm going to watch more social media or whatever. Well, and that's what's so interesting is like our scarcity problem is becoming worse and more worse the more we have available. Yes. Like I wasn't this bad when I was like, in 10th grade and could go shop at like Target or Macy's like it wasn't this bad but yes. now that like it, it, it's but like I was in accessible I was in more of a an actual scarcity situation than I am now as an adult with like a but bank you, account but now at midnight you can shop I yeah. yeah and so it's like but it's yeah. it's so funny that the more abundance we have the more it's it's I, that I literally can't compute this in my brain like the more abundance I have the more I know I can walk out like if I run out of anything at my house like, why do we have a Sam's Club membership? I mean, really, like, why? It's stupid. Like, I can, I mean, I can go anywhere and get anything any time of day, yet I still feel the need to stock toilet paper. Yeah. Mostly out of convenience. It's not really like, you know. Yeah. Just well, part I don't of that is, is it's cheaper. Get, well, it's cheaper and you also don't want to have to go this role. But it's that mentality. Yeah. And like with the coronavirus stuff going on recently, yes. it's like everybody's freaking out and like, you know, stockpiling everything. And it's like, what was just like that human tendency to like stockpile Yes, and to do that. But all that and all, and, and what it does is that human tendency is all we're doing is thinking about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, so let's take, if we're going to take coronavirus as an example, yeah. let's take the masks. Like, yeah, everybody has told us that masks aren't going to prevent it. Yeah. The only people that really need the mask are healthcare workers that are coming in constant contact with it. But instead we're still hoarding the mask. I'm saying proverbial week because I don't have any masks, but like, yeah. And then that's keeping the healthcare workers from having what they need. Or for people who work in like long-term healthcare facilities where people are actually getting sick and dying from this. And because all we, all we care about is ourselves. Yeah. We're stockpiling for ourselves. We're not stockpiling because we want to make sure that other people, like everybody's taken care of. It's, we get very selfish when we get into the scarcity mindset that mm-hmm. like, I just, I'm out for me and I'm out to protect Oh, me. totally. Look yes. at Black Friday. Like, oh good gosh, grief. Yeah. Like, that's like the microcosm of all of this like a black friday store like that's why i don't even need a two new tv but it's super cheap so i'm gonna go fight something for it anyways yeah Yeah, i just think it's just i don't know i never i'm always baffled that like the more i have the more i want and the more scarce i get and the more nervous i am and the less i feel cared for because i feel like i'm always on the hunt i had this weird thought last night it's like so embarrassing to even admit but i was like okay so when the crown is over what else I'm going to watch on Netflix? What if kids are quarantined at home? And I don't usually go yeah, into yeah, yeah. six, like as a three, but I mean, I'm, I have a line with six. So sometimes this happens to me. And so I'm like, oh, what if we're stuck at home and we're quarantined at home for four days and there's nothing to watch on Netflix? Yeah. How ridiculous is that? I do it. something to watch on Netflix. It's a never ending scene of watching Disney plus. It's a never ending. I can watch all the films I want from my childhood. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was interesting. I don't know if he talked about it here. If I was listening to a podcast, I think I was listening to a podcast and it was talking about, um, streaming and how we can like go back and watch all of these shows from our childhood and Uh have the pluses and negatives of that. I was just listening. I think we were listening to the same thing. They were talking about how time doesn't exist anymore. Yes. Maybe it was on Was it Knox and Jamie? No. It was was our Lent devotional with Erin Moon. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It was. And she was talking, that's what she was talking about. She was like, because, you know, the the whole Lent devotional is on Ecclesiastes. Yeah. And about, like, there's a time and a season for everything. And, like, we don't really have that anymore. Yeah. um, Because we can go back to anything and put it mm-hmm. back up again now that we're streaming with Spotify I can listen to any song that I want to 
when I used to, I had to wait for it to come on the radio or I needed to go to an oldies radio station and maybe they'll play that one song that I really wanted to hear from growing up. And now I can go listen to whatever song I want to. It's, you know, it's really it's overwhelming. It's very, I feel like I live at a buffet. We do live at a buffet. And it's like, at some point you need to step away from the chocolate fountain yes. and eat some carrots. But it's yes. like, it's so hard when all that stuff is just staring yeah. you in the face with limitless like yes. it's never going to end. It's it. I find that really overwhelming. I mean, even David last night said, "Oh my gosh, there was nothing on television." I'm like, if that's true, and we have all that we have, it's but it's, it's like it's like when you're like, I've reached the end of the internet. Like, yeah, and I'm like, there's no way, you know. Yeah, I'm like that's an overwhelming feeling. That like, yeah, like you, there may be nothing you want to watch on TV. Yeah, but the, there is plenty to watch. Like, yeah, this idea that I have like seen it all. Like. Uh-huh. And it's, it's almost scary that that's not true. Yeah. Well, that's like my problem with shopping. That's exactly what it is. It's not that I need, it's like, I need to know it's there and I need to know what's there and I need to keep tabs on it literally in my browser. Because if I don't, I won't know it's there. Yeah. It's like horrible. And and there's never a freaking end to it. It isn't. It's, um, Yeah. And, and we can numb our whole lives. Like, have you ever done that where you, you're like, I have been on autopilot yes. for three days yes. and I don't even remember like conversations yes. I had. I yes. don't like Chris is like, I told you that. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I remember now. I don't, I wasn't listening oh, to you. I mean, like <laughs> if I ever go to my, which I just don't do because I don't want to know. Like somebody the other day, I was at the gym or something and somebody said something. Oh no, it was that, oh, it was that, it was a Sunday school and the other person who was teaching with me at Sunday school, she just happened to, oh, I think it's because her kid, her kids are older and they were at home and, at, you know, watching themselves while she was teaching Sunday school and they were going to be at church later or whatever. It pops up on her phone how much, so like how much oh. use her kids had had used. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, they did really good this week or whatever. And I was like, she was like, have you ever looked at your social media track? And I'm like, sure, no, because I don't want to know how much of my life I waste away. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I just spent that much time on Facebook. Mm-hmm. What a freaking waste of time. Like you get sucked in and like all time is gone. And here's the thing. Here's like the point of everything that I think we're saying yeah. about numbing out is that Never have I ever gotten to the end of one of these things and been like, I feel better. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, it's pretty much guaranteed if I get on Instagram, I'm going to get grumpy. It's just a guaranteed bad mood for some reason. Someone's going to annoy me. Someone's going to try to sell me something. Like, something's going to happen that's going to irritate me. Yeah. Same with Facebook. Yeah. And I'm like, so what am I doing here with my numbing? And same with my, my abandoned shopping carts. What am I doing? I think for me, so when I think about what, because his, his argument, uh, Seth's argument is that we, um, the, the fix that media and um, social media bring is like a connection. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's not, it's an insufficient or a fake connection, but it's a connection like we're so disconnected, but our, we're, we still humanly crave that mm-hmm. connection. And like, I don't really, I mean, I think sometimes that's mine and sometimes I crave the likes and the, and all that stuff, but more, mine's not so much a connection with other people. Mine's more of like, I, it's just like I would do with books or with TV. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can like submerge myself into other people's lives. So I don't have to think about my own. Mm-hmm. So I think there's lots of different ways we use social media and entertainment to come yeah. out. Like some of it is because we feel lonely and we want a connection. Um, but I think some of us, or sometimes it's that like, we, we, it's the same reason why I watch cheesy romantic comedies. Like, mm-hmm. It's like that fairy tale. It's like the thing, same thing we did as kids when we loved princesses. Like, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's it's this like illusion of a fairy tale. And if I can like step into their life, then I don't have to think about my life. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's why I read like bad books sometimes. Yeah. And like there is a time and place for like cheesy murder mysteries. And the authors yeah. always have three names and you just always know what kind of book it yeah. is. But like, yeah, it's that whole, it's almost, you want to step into their life, but you also want to just be so, so like, I need stimulation. And a lot of times if I'm feeling bored in my life, which yeah. is often, or like I'm not stimulated, I'm, I'm searching for yeah. that stimulation. Yeah, for sure. And so it's like, but what's the healthy outlet for that? Yeah. Because, I mean, realistically, I should wake up every morning passionate for the gospel, but that doesn't happen. No. So what, like, what is the healthy outlet for me to have, like, passion and stimulation? You know, it's yeah. like, I, I mean, it should create, be God. Well, it should but, be God. It should be creativity. It should be, like, right. real true connection, not, like, fake yeah. social media connection, but, like, real connection with the community. But it is easier to make a fake J. Crew cart than it is to get my paint out and oh, sure. clean it all up and deal well, with it you know I mean, and it's, it's just the easier. easy way it's a lot easier for me to watch some cheesy hallmark romance. i still don't know how you watch those i know it's so funny because i also like really highbrow stuff too but i also like really i like how you threw that in so everyone knew that you didn't have horrible taste because i do i do like <laughs> hear about like really good art but like i also really like really cheesy stuff too i'm yeah. very much a dichotomy and same thing with books i'm very yeah. much a dichotomy and so i you know i like the throwaway chiclet as well mm-hmm. as liking like the really highbrow yeah literature. you know I read some Wendell Berry and I read some like paperback trash novel like yeah both you know and so but it, those things don't make me feel anything yeah like reading like good literature is gonna make me feel something I don't want to feel anything so that's the that goes back to like are you enjoying it like yes. if somebody because I feel like that's this is always my thing because like I'm I don't allow myself a lot of rest. I feel guilty when I rest. I feel guilty when I relax. It's like, I always have to be doing stuff. So a lot of times I'll say I'm numbing, but like, and sometimes I am, but sometimes I'm not. And sometimes it's valid that I need to rest. So it kind of goes back to like, am I enjoying this thing? Like, does this feel restorative? Like I remember Brene Brown talked in um, one of her wonderful books about how she was sort of like half resting. And then she decided this was when Netflix used to like send you a DVD in the mail, but she had like a Netflix movie sitting on her desk. And she like, instead of doing her little like one-off fake relaxing things, like checking her phone, she like sat down for two hours in the middle of the day and watched a movie and how it was like, that was what she needed to do because it was like actually restful and beneficial versus like all, it's kind of like when you're you need a meal and you're just like grabbing snacks. And it's like, would you just sit down and eat a sandwich or something instead of like a Nutrigrain bar? But that's what we do. We like stuff our face with these like crappy snacks. Yeah. But then we're never really full. Yeah. Yeah. That's word. Word. Yeah. So yeah, the idol of numbing out. I think this one is like the most, I would say, I I don't know. I think they're all very culturally approved, but I think that this one has almost become like a joke. It is. Netflix and chill. Well, that means have sex. I, which I don't means. understand why that means that. Because if I'm like vegging like, out watching well, a show, that's the last joke. thing I want to like, do. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you're vegging at me too. I'm like, what? Like, what's to have sex after they just watched like four Ten episodes of a TV show? <laughs> like, I want cheese hits that I will enjoy and then I want to go to bed. That's what I want. <laughs> That's um, why you have the sex before the Netflix. <laughs> oh, peek into Rebecca's life. <laughs> like, okay, now I'm That's very efficient of you. I know. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh. Um, I'm gonna just stop that conversation there. <laughs> Felt like we were saying something good about numbing out, though. We were, oh, we were saying how it's socially acceptable. Yes. Yes. 
And so it's just sort of like, but well, we almost like we throw it around as like a joke. Like, oh my gosh, I binge watched an entire season of, and that's like the norm. Oh, that's the thing. Like, Nobody just watches one episode of anything. No. You just chastised me for not finishing the crown. I know. Well, <laughs> I did. You're welcome. But like, and I mean, Chris and I, I had this thought like last week we were sitting there and we had been watching bloodline, which has three yeah. seasons and there's like probably like 40 episodes of it. Yeah. Um, I don't recommend starting it because the ending is garbage and it was very frustrating, but it was really you just show. told me last week to watch it. I know, and then I finished it, and I was like, this was BS. They found out in the middle of the third season. I don't that, want it. No, they found out in the middle of the third season that they weren't having a fourth season. Uh, so then the last season, that happened, happened with um, um, Anne with an E. Oh. And I, I was so, and I loved This is also a Netflix show. Yeah. It just, it was like so frustrating that I was like, I kind of wish I had never watched that. But yeah. um, anyway, all that to say, what was I saying? I just got onto my, oh, I was sitting there with Chris, and I was like, you know, this is what we do. Yeah. Like every day, every day we put Maddie and Penny to bed and we sit down and we watch TV every day. So like that is not what I want. Yeah. But I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Cause I'm like, well, what else do people do? And this is what, like when we hang out with our friends, what are you watching? Yeah. What show are you guys on? What show are yes. you on? That's the question. What show are you on right now? Because we binge it. We're not like watching. Like, so it used so to be that six seasons of a show took six years. Yeah. And now six seasons of a show can take a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. And it's like, I want to do something else, but I, I, I mean, sometimes we'll have reading night where like he reads his airplane magazines that whatever. And I read my books yeah. and we just read and coexist, but that doesn't, usually we're watching a show together yeah. and then we start falling asleep on the couch and we go to bed. And it's like, yeah. is this what I want my life to be? Yeah. Like really, this is what my life is right now. Yeah. I'm not sure I like that. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do instead? I don't know, but I don't want. No, I don't disagree with you. I'm just. Yeah. I don't know. That's the question is like, what do we do instead when everybody around, like, that's what we all do. So yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm probably not going to go to like, PIBX. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, <laughs> I was going to finish the next line, line of the song, and then I decided not to. You know. What? The um, Bruno Mars song. Which one? That has P90X in it about being lazy. Oh, I, I should know this song, and I don't. What song is that? And it, I'll, um, oh, what's the... Would you sing it for us all? No, I will not. I can't sing Bruno Mars. I don't know. Uh, we'll look it up. Anyways, I will do some P90X and have some really nice... Like, that's the next line. Oh. <laughs> So that's what I that's what I thought of when I when you said P90X. What that's the first thing that came to my mind. Does anybody do P90X anymore? I have a friend who's doing it. Okay. Well, I guess it's still a thing. Because it's been a thing for a while. Anyways, um yeah. Um most of the time I should probably just go to sleep is what I should do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time that's what I should do is just go to sleep. <laughs> so I don't regret my life the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I stay up so late watching that show? It's called The Lazy Song? song There's yes. a song called The Lazy Song? Oh. You I don't know, know the song? I mean, I probably do. I just probably it's don't old. know. Like, seven, eight years old. Okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that's what it's called. I know this song. Yes. And it talks about P90X. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know that song. Um, anyways, um, yeah, it's it, well the fact that we can't even think of something else to do, or the fact that like I find myself when I have plans on the weekend with friends, wishing I was really at home watching mm-hmm. Netflix. And sometimes it's okay to not want to always be social, 
but like I am a very social extroverted yeah. person. And so the fact that sometimes a lot of times I wish I was at home watching TV. I think a lot of people feel that way. Crazy. Yeah. Like it's one thing for introverts to feel that way. And that may or may not be right. But for an extrovert who truly does get fed off of other people's energy and being with other people to say she prefer to sit at home and watch Netflix is a problem. Mm-hmm. That says something about where I am. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But like. Like that I'm craving watching a TV show over connection with well, it's a, it's a drug. I mean, they're all it is, drugs. It's a drug. it's, it, they're it all is, drugs. And you know, we all like to be all like, oh, I'm not, a, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't have a drug no. problem. I don't smoke cigarettes. Like, but we all numb. We all, we numb. all it's human nature. And yes. if you're numbing with Snickers bars yes. or alcohol, it's the same root thing. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah. I, or planning the next trip or whatever it is. Or outfit like, or finding yes. the perfect outfit for your live show on April 30th. Are you still thinking about this? I haven't even thought about that yet. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm probably going to like go to a store well, and buy something and then be done with it. Yeah. Now I feel like I've put too many expectations on my outfit. Maybe I'll just wear a plain black dress and, you know. Be done with it. But you did say you got into black dress recently. I did. It's really cute. But, you know, I like to sit crisscross applesauce and I can't sit that way in a dress. Mm. So. <laughs> I like to sit crisscross applesauce and cheers. That's what I'm I do. Um, I'm a child. Anyway, yeah. So numbing, numbing. We all do it. Well, uh, our... speaking of children, I just I don't. What is this teaching? Right, our kids. And I get onto them. Like I seriously do. Oh, I know. I get onto my kids all the time about wanting to watch TV, and like they don't even. It's not even TV. Like when we were kids watching TV, like that they want to get on and watch. 20 episodes of a show yeah or they want to or they want to be on Netflix and watch 500 YouTube videos yeah instead of going outside to play like Nathan yesterday I was like you have to do something else because I know you're gonna be on your iPad while Milo's doing piano so I need you to do something else he's like what am I supposed to do and I'm like you have a playroom full of toys you can go outside and play Mm -hmm. and he's like I don't know how to play with any of those I'm like like what is happening like and but I chastise him but the minute he goes to bed, what am I going to do? Right. Watch Crown and Twitter at the same time. Uh-huh. It's a problem. I know. So. Yeah. It's, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, it's all lead by example. Like, caught, not taught. Yes. Like, you can tell them stuff all day long. But if they see yeah. me scrolling my phone all day saying, oh, and I lie. I'm like, oh, I'm doing stuff for the podcast. I, like, lie to my kids all the time. And I'm yeah. like, but I'm not. I'm like, yeah. It, it's, yeah, that should be my tell right there. Like, yeah. am I lying to my children about my media consumption? Yeah. Perhaps I should not do that. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, even the first week of Lent before I really had a couple of days where I went back on my thing, my um, my fast, I felt really bad. And I was like, I think I'm sober right now. Yeah. And it was, it felt terrible after yeah. having all of those drugs yes. to not do the drugs. Yeah. I felt like sober Withdrawals, and not, like it felt, that's what it felt like. For real. It really did. And I was like, yeah. wow, like this is a thing. And it's not to like shame us or make us feel like, yeah. wow, you're so bad off. It's just like, if we don't see that and we lie to ourselves about it, I may yeah. go do the same behaviors later, but yeah. like, if I'm honest about why I'm doing it and I say, you know, yeah. I just, that's not my value in life, then maybe I can slowly start to change. But if I just pretend that it's fine yeah. to do the things I do all the time. When, when I think about when Jesus talks about being sober-minded mm-hmm. and what that means, like, it's, you know, it's not just about, you know, not drinking or whatever, but, mm-hmm. like, sober-mindedness is, like, being, like, so free of those things that entangle us yeah, so that we can have, like, real true, pure, like, 
God thoughts, like being yeah. like being able to make wise decisions. And because do you do you think I would have made a wise decision while I was watching TV and reading Twitter and being totally sucked in with my earpods on? Like I wasn't being sober minded in that moment. Yeah, you know. So just like we don't make wise decisions when we're drunk on alcohol, we don't make wise decisions when we're drunk. On Isn't wise. that the first part of that verse that says "Be sober minded because your enemy prowls around like a roaring yes. lion"? Yes, that's a good place to end. Oh yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so if the enemy is coming in and talking to me, you know. Yeah. And to, the, those voices come and I'm in the middle of not being sober-minded. Like, if I start to hear those voices, like, how do I attack those versus if I'm sober? Mm-hmm. There's a totally different way that we attack those things. Yeah. So we're more, we're not alert, like you said. We're, we're like, going through life. Well, now. and I think that we're, we're not, like... Never mind, it flew away. I'm too sober. <laughs> but it's not it's not it's not a present and an alertness to what's happening around us. It's we're so on autopilot that we're But the thing is like we're smart. Like we're smart people uh-huh. and we know the difference yeah. in what we're doing. Like I feel like when I'm making a bad decision, I usually like sometimes I'll catch myself before I realize it. Uh-huh. But there's always a point where I can choose. Uh-huh. And most of the time I choose to do the thing that isn't going to bring me life. But yeah, it's just like when you make so many, it's like those decisions are just like a tumbleweed. They just Mm -hmm. build on each other and then it's easier and easier and path of least resistance all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Okay. Numbing out. Numbing out. Good times. All right. It's almost Easter. It's almost Easter. Easter's coming. Stop your numbing. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. So till next week, we are on Instagram at Woven and Him. We are on Facebook and Patreon forward slash Woven and Him. You can also email us fullywoven at gmail.com. And I'm Rebecca Pete, like the coffee brand. And you can find me at RebeccaPete.com where you can also find all my social handles. Yep. And uh, I don't want to be found. So just find me on the Facebook for our uh, podcast and the Instagram, but not my personal. Bye. Bye.